You are listening to the Confidence Mindset Project Podcast. What if you could learn to have your own back, manage the craziness that goes on in your mind, and know that you can face and do anything you put your mind to? I am here to show you how to do just that. I am Angelo Powell, your host. Are you ready? Let's get started. Well, hi there. Thank you so much for joining me. I am super excited to be able to get on the second part of building blocks of confidence. And we're going to be talking about self-confidence versus confidence and where it comes from and all of that. We're going to really unpack this. And let's first talk about what confidence is and what self-confidence is. So confidence is this evidence that you have that you've built up for everything that you've done externally. So you have confidence in pouring a glass of water. You have confidence that you can write your name. You have confidence that you can end up driving your car if you can drive. So, you know, with all of that, it takes practice. Now keep that in mind, put a pin in it, we're going to revisit that. Now, self-confidence is where it's all internally based so that it is your belief system about yourself. And we're going to unpack what self-confidence is. Now, my clients and a lot of the people that I talk to actually have a misunderstanding about what self-confidence is versus arrogance. They're confusing self-confidence for arrogance. And so I want to impact, unpack that as well. But in, in doing all this, it's coming back to loving and accepting yourself and realizing that we're all human and we're all imperfect, and we're all unique, but we're all capable of creating great things. Now, confidence is actually, and self-confidence is actually a skill. It's how we perceive ourselves, And self-confidence is very different than arrogance. Now, let's unpack arrogance for a moment. Arrogance creates this false sense of self. It raises opinions of yourself comparing yourself to others. And so arrogance, it creates this false sense of self. It raises your the opinion of yourself by comparing yourself to others. And this is actually comes from a sense of lack, a lack of self-confidence. It is overcompensation in your perceived status. Notice it's focused on the external. It even denies any faults that you may have um, or that perceived to have. And then thinking that you are better than someone else. So you're trying to avoid and make yourself a higher person to be able to and put somebody else down to make yourself feel better. That is arrogance that comes from a lack of self-confidence. And this also actually find this in um, dysfunctional relationships uh, within that. And so I bet you could probably end up naming it if you can't name it for yourself. I bet you can end up kind of naming it and pinning that on someone else and going, hmm. And so self-confidence 
is knowing that we're all human, that we all mess up, that we are kind to ourselves, and that we are able to be vulnerable and completely feel the feels. Whereas arrogance, you're avoiding feeling any of the, any of the feels. And so you're always just searching for that high and being able to make yourself feel better. But self-confidence knows that, okay, I mess up. I'm a human and it may not feel good, but I know that I can learn and I know that I'm capable of good things. Self-confidence doesn't compare to others. It just focuses on its own race and it knows that all humans have the capacity to be great. Think that they are all good and capable and worthy. People that have self-confidence, they also think that they're strong and competent and notice that this really doesn't actually have to be proven true. This is a thought. This is their reality. And what that does is it creates a feeling that creates a result because you end up showing up in a way that actually underlines and underscores and reinforces that self-confidence. And it doesn't have to be perfectly done. B minus work is still getting it done and you showed up for yourself. Now, why do most of us not have self-confidence? It's our beliefs about ourselves. I talked about this before and it's coming from outside sources like we've talked about in other podcasts where it could be your parents, sociology, you know, people around us, your school, your interpretation of the world. But that leads us to failing ahead of time giving ourselves the evidence that we need to prove to ourselves that we are huge mess ups and failures and unworthy and unlovable or just broken. Those are all just worst case scenario thought processes from lack of self-confidence. But when we fail ahead of time, that does, it underscores that in our heads that we can't be trusted, that we have no integrity for ourselves. But in fact, we don't know how to manage our minds. We realize that we're not broken and that we can and do have a choice to think for ourselves. We choose to set up ourselves for success and building trust and integrity within ourselves. Now, you earn that from yourself by showing up for yourself and practicing the follow through of yourself and keeping the word for yourself and and that's a lot of yourselves right but you're keeping your word at your highest level and practicing the kindness to yourself now I failed miserably at this I was the queen of failing ahead of time as soon as I would end up wanting to do something I would make excuses for myself I would and if I did try of course because I would already think that I'm a mess up and that I'm broken and that I'm unworthy and I'm unlovable. I didn't show up for myself. I didn't have the follow through. I didn't end up doing anything that I may have gotten to one or two steps in the process and then just quit and just be like, oh, see, I screwed up. I'm unlovable. I'm a failure. And that just continually replays in yourself and then you're not showing up for yourself. And then it's just this continual cycle. Have you ever felt like that? 
Of course you have at one point or another in your life, but you're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. This is normal. And I have great news for you. I have great news. We can practice. Notice, remember whenever I said earlier to put a pen in it, we're practicing showing up for ourselves. We're practicing being able to do the follow through and understanding that we're human and that we're going to mess up. We don't have to accept what our brain is beating us down with. We can say, oh, yep, I'm human. And now's a new second. Now I can start over or I can pick up where I left off. And the more you show up for yourself, the more you say, oh, yep, I'm human. And you pick up and you continue to move forward and continue to practice, the more self-confidence you'll have. Now, have you ever heard of the emotional bank? Counselors use it in marriage counseling. And it's like continuing to make deposits of kindness. And you can actually apply this to yourself. You can make deposits of kindness. Every time you practice kindness to yourself and compassion for yourself, every time you practice being able to show up for yourself and say, I am becoming a person who is going to do said A or B, then you will then become better. So let's kind of dive into this and make this into a real world scenario, right? So self-confidence is a state of being. So let's talk about this. I'm going to tell you a little story. Story with Angie. So I was working with um, a coach I wanted to lose some weight and uh, for my wedding and I was doing okay. I wasn't showing up consistently um, and I got called out on it and um, because I didn't learn how to manage my mind at the time. And so my coach ends up telling me, let's talk about the A and B scenario since self-confidence is a state of being. Now, scenario B is if you continue to stay on the path that you are now. And so what would that look like? So I want you to take a moment and imagine what you want to accomplish. Okay. And that you've been struggling with and that you haven't been showing up for yourself. You haven't been kind to yourself and you really don't have self-confidence within that. Okay. What does that look like if you, um, if you continue to go down that path of not showing up for yourself, what will that look like? Well, in the scenario of me being able to work on, um, losing weight, but I'm still not showing up for myself by not drinking the water that I said that I was going to drink. I'm not eating the food that I planned and, um, the, the meal prepping that I've done or not even meal prepping, but just deciding, well, I'm just too tired and I'm going to go out to eat. Um, not showing up for workouts or any activities within that. And so what that looks like, she says, okay, what would that look like if you continued on this? What would your life look like? And so I would be in sweats. I would be depressed. My hair probably wouldn't be done. I'd be beating myself up. I would be just angry and the same weight that I am 
or getting fatter because I'm too lazy to cook and show up for myself in workouts. Of course. And when you think of that, how does that make you feel? To me, it makes me feel yucky. It makes me feel dark. I think in pictures. So I think of like darkness, sad, just bleh. But then, and if you end up going to the other side, the A scenario, what would that look like if you did show up for yourself? If you did do the meal prepping, since we're going with my weight loss, if I did end up being able to drink the water, meal prep, eat the food that I promised myself, this is what I was going to eat and nothing else. And that I showed up every morning working out like I said I was going to. What does that look like? And again, I think in pictures. So I imagined myself, I closed my eyes and I imagined myself in my cute little top and my cute little workout. I have my cute little um, ponytail up there. I have my water bottle. I'm standing in front of the fridge. I'm looking at all the food that I've already meal prepped. And I'm thinking to myself, this is my life and how happy and proud I am of myself. And whenever I think that, I'm much lighter. I am excited. I am motivated. And again, the thought process is that I am so proud of myself. I am a person that shows up for myself. It is what it is because this is my life. Now, you're probably thinking, yeah, but you know, I've never been able to do that before. I just keep going back to my old ways. I'm telling you guys, you end up doing this exercise where you do the B scenario of what you would look like if you continued to go down this path of not showing up for yourself and that sort of thing and how and imagine how it feels imagine what you would look like imagine the the state of being that you are and then if you go to the a scenario and you end up thinking about all the things of how you are showing up for yourself and how that ends up embodying what self-confidence is when you are practicing and showing up for yourself constantly and you're having the follow through and you're having the integrity and being able to trust yourself. How does that make you feel? It's fantastic, right? So I want to have you be able to do this. These are some of the exercises that I do with my clients, along with a lot of other concepts and tools and strategies to be able to help you move forward past those mental roadblocks, because everything's just a mental roadblock. And I help you get past that. So I want you to think about the A and B scenario and know that if you want to end up doing the A scenario, realize that you're going to need to practice those new thoughts and actions that support the goals. And what that does is it actually starts to change your identity. And when you end up showing up in a new way, you slowly become the person that you want to be that shows up for themselves and you can blow your own mind by doing that. And what you can end up doing is using the A scenario anytime that you ever end up backsliding or 
having, you know, this self-talk right before you end up not showing up for yourself, you imagine yourself in the A scenario. And if that, just imagine yourself there, embody that person, borrow their self-confidence, the future you that's in this A scenario, borrow the mindset, borrow the questions. How does the future me in the A scenario, what is she thinking? She's thinking it is what it is. I am a person that shows up for myself. Borrow that, borrow the self-confidence, and then you start slowly becoming the person that you will end up being and that you want to be. Remember, self-confidence is a state of being and it all it does is take practice. All right, guys. Well, I really appreciate you joining me. Thank you for joining me. And if this resonates with you and you want more, then hit that subscribe button and leave a comment below. I look forward to talking to you real soon. Go forth and be awesome.